Cheers. It's a fun week between now and the last time we met in this basement. On the WCAC Spectacular, on behalf of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo. He is Tim Strachan. I, I love it, man. I love it. Every Tuesday we get to come down here and talk about this league, talk about where we went to school, the guys are carrying on the traditions. I mean, this is why we love this game, man. The best high school sports conference in the land. We say it uh, early, often, and daily. He's Kevin Ricca. And we say it honestly. And honestly. Uh, Man, I was bouncing around Saturday thinking about talking about all this stuff on Tuesday. <laughs> it's just so much fun. And, and the way these teams played the game the correct way, the, the hard work put in, but the way that we're represented on a nationwide basis with a lot of these out-of-state games and a lot of these television games, I'm yeah. telling you, it's been done to perfection by these young men. So far, so good this season. You might say to yourself, uh, how, um, how, why can't we watch you guys uh, call a high school football game? And I answer you, we actually are going to be. And we'll give you some more information and details on the, on the one we're going to. I think um, we, we're working on, don't mind us saying, because we've talked to the school about it, and we're, we're, we're planning to be at Bishop McNamara on October 20th. Bishop McNamara against Gonzaga. I should let my family know that. You should probably sell some people. <laughs> let's just uh, you know, let's just say it and, and, and embrace it. We're going to be on, on scene. We're going to call the game. You won't be able to watch it live. You will be able to watch it uh, on a, a tape delay, so to speak. Um, and uh, we hope to be at the scene of um, many a great WCAC affair between now and then. Someone who gets to spend a lot of their uh, weekends at these games sitting here with me right now, Matt, the Real, Real Deal Seal. What's up, guys? A.K.A. Peach Wetty. Great to be back talking about schools that we know, obviously, being showcased on a national platform. And that is just fantastic And to they're see. using your... Your uh, pictures and your your voice to uh, showcase them. Lucky enough to look on Twitter today to see some joins still going on between some St. John's and Miami Central players, and I'm looking at the photographs. I was like, that looks familiar. That one looks familiar. All these kids switched their profile pictures. It's like, you're bouncing. Pretty cool to see, guys. Mcsealphoto.com. That's right. Over that mic. A tremendous medium to this national Appreciate platform. That. Thank you. Right very there much. in the cadet shirt. Go check right. it out. Good pictures. Equal opportunity, though, like the cadets, like everybody Without in the a league. doubt. Oh, yeah. Obviously. All about the kids. You always have that, right. my brother. That's right. Well, we do it. We, we saw some great action this yeah, weekend, didn't say. we? It was, it was a good week of football in general. Um, and uh, so, as the resident Bishop McNamara uh, Mustang <laughs> in the house, uh, it is my uh, duty and honor to report our week that was. We, you know, we took one on the chin to Riken. Not, not a good loss. Um, on the road, um, after after a, a really great W, I'm, I'm still basking in that, in that W. It was a long time coming. The Bishop McNamara program is um, certainly on the rise. You know they've been you know at the bottom for a while, so they, they get to uh, be, we get to have the awesome story of fighting to the top. Um, I look forward to it. Um, I can't wait to play all these teams that we get to watch and see on uh, and and. Um, and we'll, and we'll do it. The Mustangs, the Maroon and Gold uh, are part of it. And, uh, you know, we're going to do our part uh, and, and grow and build to be, you know, as competitive as possible and start getting some wins. Um, and one thing I look forward to, uh, you know, and we'll close out the McNamara segment with this, um, and the beauty of the five teams that play each other at the end of the, at the, end of the season is, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a favorite. There's going to be favorites uh, all day long. Um, but... Uh, if, Bishop, if teams like the Bishop McNamara Mustangs are doing their job, they are going to show up uh, and be ready to take advantage of any single person who wants to come 
uh, to Forestville or show up uh, at their own place and take a WCAC team lightly. Um, and I think the, the, the Mustangs are, are ready to, to, to at least step up to that. Since I was a young man, I was taught by the older St. John's cadets, you never sleep on Ooh. McNamara and Forestville. You do not. And uh, a lot of those guys know because they've been on the wrong side of one of those days. And it's only a matter of time until that yeah. uh, that brand is back up and right where it belongs. And this new staff seems to be taking the proper steps in that direction. Don't forget, we all saw a McNamara championship in our lifetime. Uh, Cadillac left. Cadillac left against St. John's. That was great. We were all there. That's right. We were all on that hill. We were all on the hill. My future college teammates, a bunch of superstar athletes, historical WCAC. They're in the league. Junior Bynum, Asim Penny. That was a Tom Clark squad. Was nasty. And that was a time when uh, multiple WCAC programs had a national spotlight uh, cast upon them, very similar to um, what we see today. And uh, let's start. Let's go over to to Dematha Catholic. Dematha went uh, up, down, over. I don't even know. Uh, Franklin Reisterstown. Kept the move, kept the trains moving. Twenty-seven, fourteen. Uh, I was a little bit surprised to see how close that was, but twenty-seven seems to be the number that uh, Dematha seems to keep hitting in their their wins, two two weeks in a row at twenty-seven. But uh, you know, it's it's just good to see that they're back on track. St. Thomas Aquinas again, I think, was just something that really is going to stick in their crawl. Something they wish they had back. Hopefully, that would be a different game, maybe later down the line in the season. Oh, it would. Uh, but um, oh, it would. He's got things going. I, I'm interested to see when they start playing some of the better talent. Uh, you know, coming up, they got Friendship Collegiate coming up this weekend. That's going to be a huge test. Uh, your your boy, uh, Mike, right, uh, Hunter? Oh yeah, yep. Michael Hunter's there, so um, it's going to be awesome to see them. You know, go up against one of the most recent big time football programs in the in, in the city, and we'll see how it's going and see if they can keep the trains moving this weekend. Okay, Mike and Elijah are going to have quite a battle, man. They've, they've, they've gotten together and decided we're going to play two teams that want to take on anyone, as most of the teams in this league do. Uh, you know, I got shout out to Mike Hunter. What a great teammate. What a great guy. A Gonzaga guy at heart, <laughs> yep. but a friendship collegiate head coach right now running an awesome program. That's right. Uh, so it's weird because the beginning of the season, I think we would have had different thoughts. At the beginning of last season, we had different thoughts. Um, and uh, I'd I like to see DeMatha, you know, trend up as they get, you know, as they get into WCAC play, get hardened a little bit by some of these opponents. Um, you know, once again, I think with the math right now, from what I do know is that they've got the athletes on the outside. They've got the athletes that have the ball in their hand. They have the athletes to defend what's going to happen in the trenches. You know, with teams like Good Council, who we're going to talk about in a little bit, who are arguably, I think, around here has the best line within miles of this place. I mean, they're, they're just they're just monsters. How are they going to stack up against guys that can really both hit Both sides or just OL? Um, I think on both sides, but yep. certainly on the offensive line. So, I mean, that's where the game's really played, you know? Yep. You can have guys that, that, that can do all kinds of great things on the outside, but you got to be down in the trenches. We know in this league, you know, you got to have everything firing on all cylinders. This is a, a little down. bit of a line right here. I mean, I, I, maybe I need to spend a little bit extra time. Looks like a I'm definitely at my like line, line weight. Great protection right looks here. Looks like a very yeah. thick red line from right here. That, I'm not, I'm not sure. Get the continental <laughs> ASAP. Hey, I want to say this about the math. Everything changes, and I don't know if 38 to nothing, if you come back from, if, if you can make up that difference as the year right. goes. But, you know, what happens in August doesn't matter in November. No. And when you have the two arguably the two best starting safeties in the country with DeMarco Hellams and Nick Cross, and T and I have been talking about it a lot. You know, you look at it as a quarterback and you read the defense from the outside in, and you got to look at those two guys. Yep. You know, yep. you know three, three unfortunate turnovers in your own red zone. That game did not have to go that way. And uh, I think we all know that that wasn't a typical DeMatha situation. And uh, 
You know, no, no one's no one's taking that for granted. No, they but they're 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 really bouncing back. It's Amatep. They had you know, big time plays by big time players, and I think other guys are starting to step up. You know, and I'm looking forward to getting to know them a little bit better as the season goes on. And uh, I'll be up there. We're watching the game. We'll be down there checking it out. Yeah. They play friendship on the 22nd. That's in two weeks. That's in two weeks. Two weeks. Are you gonna buy this weekend? Canada Prep. Oh, that's right. That's right. From Canada Ontario comes weekend. down to the. Do not lose do not to Canada Prep. Don't look. Don't look past Canada Prep. Hey, shred, AP shredding. One at a time. Well, Come on. You're, uh, you're, you know, is Max Preps different in Canada? I don't understand what's going on. I, yeah. I, I, I very interesting. <laughs> yes. Are yes. they allowed to do the motion like towards the line of scrimmage? Is, 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 <laughs> is, is a fair catch worth a point in that game? What are we talking about? What a big rules fat are we ball? playing by here? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let's talk about Gonzaga. Speaking of uh, the Purple Eagles, the Purple Eagles. We got, uh, so, uh, at the end of the championship game last year, uh, I thought this the, the, the Purple guys uh, had, a, had an awesome season and the, the program was on the rise. I, I don't think I saw this beginning of their season coming. And I, th- I think people are sleeping on, on how good it actually is, on what they're actually doing. And I hate to be a guy who, like, sweats Gonzaga, um, but I think it's impressive. And I think... You know, we'll get to St. John's, and they deserve all their attention they get. Um, but Gonzaga's doing some something kind of cool, and I, I, I think it deserves a little bit of attention. It absolutely does. I mean, they beat a Don Bosco team from New Jersey. Not the St. John Not Bosco team that people often confuse. Correction last week. A yes. historical, legit program. Another Don New Bosco. New Jersey power, for sure. One top, degree top, away. What, top 80 or something, would you say? Top 80 team ranked team. Yeah, that's yeah. nothing to sneeze at. It wasn't the Sisters of the Poor, uh, you know. Not certainly not the Little Sisters of the it, Poor. It was a, it was a, a program. They, they well, won, I they think they home. finally got scored upon. It, it was one the first, touchdown. It was correct. amazing. That's out that's of three the news. games. I mean, that's still. I don't care who you're playing. I mean, you know, you're, they're doing their job. They're doing the things that they're supposed to be doing against these teams. I mean, their pass rush, seven sacks, five different guys. It's a team ball situation, and the, the spearhead of this onslaught is uh, Caleb Williams. We all know. We've all talked about him. Sophomore QB. Sophomore, recruited by everyone. The kid can spin it. Uh, he was 10 of 15 for 138 and two TDs. Uh, to different receivers, three different running backs scored touchdowns. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to my man Conrad Singh, uh, a huge part of my Conrad. football family. Uh, Jeff Clay was supposed to be on with us tonight. Uh, Due to work considerations and uh, him working his butt off at everything he does, uh, mm-hmm. couldn't be with us. But Matt Seal reached out, and Conrad—he's uh, a huge part of my football family. I consider him a brother in my football family. I was fortunate enough to coach him down at Hampton Sydney, and that's that. That man is a winner. Uh, everything about him—he was an outstanding first-team All-American wide receiver, but he was the leader of the team, the president of his class down there at Hampton Sydney. Uh, this is the kind of guy you want to be around. Well, he's been an outstanding coach for Gonzaga no now doubt. for at least two administrations there. Uh, and I think Trivers was very smart in, in keeping him around, not only to keep the kids there and keep something familiar, but he, he's a great football mind, doing a great job this down there. You classified him the ultimate teammate. He was. And that's exactly the guy that you want on your coaching staff. Without so. a doubt. I'm going to tell you, John Marshall mm-hmm. over there, a wide receiver at Gonzaga, is benefiting greatly from his presence, I can assure you. Six catches, 124 yards, with a long touchdown pass, perfect ball, great catch. Uh, I'm telling you, John Marshall – has learned things about running routes that John Marshall never thought about before Conrad Singh got a hold of him. And he, he's a nuanced guy, and every step counts. Uh, it just, and, and, and he does not, he does not, there's no loose ends. He does not cut corners. This is a guy that you're dealing with, and uh, he gets the job done. A guy I'm proud to call my friend, and I'm proud to be part of my football family. Uh, that's, that's a hell of a Conrad. team, any guy, a guy like that running done, around. Conrad. And uh, Coach Randy Trivers has done an awesome job. 
uh, bringing in a guy like Conrad and surrounding himself with these guys. I mean, hey, look, man, we were chuckling this weekend. We said, Gonzaga, you guys gave up a touchdown, man. What's going on? You know, but I'm telling you what, it's a, it's, 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 it's a tough hell deal. How are you doing? It's a tough deal when you're from out of state coming in here to play That's these right. boys. And uh, Don Bosco Prep from Jersey figured that out the hard way. Let's call up Tim. Let's talk, talk a little. As uh, you're doing that, they have the Jesuit Bowl this weekend. Is that not right? That's correct. The it, who's who's hosting it this year? At Prep. Gonzaga. At, prep. at Georgetown Prep. Scheduled In this area in Kensington, this is like literally a big this deal. This Saturday? This Saturday. It's not good. Good council football. <laughs> yes, he is. Back, Jack. That Two weeks in a row. Had to get him back. I just had to hear it again. I just, Our that's, boy, that's Tim. Hear it. Hey, Tim. How you doing, Can buddy? Can you answer that that way every time I call you, please? I'd like to do that. Yes. Appreciate that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, listen. We're at the point of the show where we recognize uh, yet another nationally ranked or, uh, program in the WCAC. That is good counsel. He is... This is Tim Reddy. I didn't think he needed yeah, that, an introduction. The guy from last After week, last week's remember? Good Council Football. Saying. Good morning, Good Council Football. I love it. The voice of Good Council fo- Football all of a sudden. All right, so all right, I know you went to this game. What happened, oh, that's always what happened to, to Good Council this week? Well, this is a classic matchup here uh, between Good Council and Mount St. Joe out of Baltimore. And... Throughout many good council circles, it's known as the Washington Baltimore Zaverian Brother Classic. Uh, and back in my day, it was how many times did you have to game. practice that before you said it on air? Never. I just made that up. <laughs> spot. <laughs> spot on. But it was supposed to be a close game. I think. I, I know good council was uh, a little nervous going into this one, but it turned out to be an absolute uh, butt whipping. Yeah, they lost last year, man. Nice. They did lose last year. Paybacks. It was, it was, was an absolute butt whipping. Good Council had 319 yards on the ground on 32 carries, averaging almost 10 Oof. yards per carry. Um, their offensive that, line. You like that kind of thing? Tell me about that. It. Tell me about that O line, my man. Their offensive line is fantastic. These guys are 300 across the board. The left tackle we got Mason Lumford. Left guard That's is Colin McCarthy. Center is Michael Hundren. Right guard is Luca, Lucas Porte. And right tackle is the anchor. Landon Tengwall. They have Tengwall listed at six foot six, but I'm telling you right now, if he's six six, the left tackle Mason Lumford has got to be six foot seven. And I think he's going to UVA. Boo! Good Lord, boo! Who are they feeding these kids? Yeah. That's their tight end is pretty fantastic too. Cole bigger. Heflin. Uh, he had the opening tackle on the kickoff. Made a couple uh, special teams uh, tackles out there, but also had a devastating block on a tight end power that they ran for their first touchdown. You can see that on huddle. Uh, under Cole Heflin. It's a highlight from this past week. He absolutely flattened this kid. Mount St. Joe's had nothing for good counsel at the end of the day. In uh, full disclosure, I love I love the fact you got in there, the tight end. Just did, What position did you play back yeah, in the day, Yeah, what did Tim? you play, Tim, at good counsel? What did you play, Tim? Uh, I played tight end, defense oh. end, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, there you That's go. That's why you there were you watching go. the oh, tight yeah. end. I go. see. I see how it goes. I'll tell you right now, this kid that they have right now starts <laughs> over me. He is a bad man. Is he hey, wearing your number? Uh, He's not wearing your number. Hey, that's right. that's, 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 that's for, 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 a, for a Shepherd Hall of Fame tight end, all-time leading that's pass catcher to mention that right now shows a little <laughs> bit about what he thinks about this guy. I appreciate that, but I'll tell you what, this kid's a junior, so we still got him for another year after this one. But he's impressive. He's impressive. Man. But the team, the team is filled with fantastic football players. Uh, on the decent defensive side of the ball, defensive end Jalen Green, he was bringing it all day, absolutely abusing their left and right tackle, just throwing these guys around. I mean, it was something to see. Uh, number 17, Mitchell Melton. 
six foot five, 230 pound power forward on the basketball team. Is playing football also. He has a ridiculously huge wingspan. He looks like Javon Curse out there. They put him out there. They size him up on the number two receiver. He disrupts passing lanes. That's like it's nobody's business. That's good for good counsel. Not so <laughs> not so good for Mount St. Joe's no, apparently, who had no. a uh, I think a double digit win last year and then just took a fifty double nickel loss on the chin. Mm. It was it was pretty tough. I mean, it was 30 day nothing at halftime. It had rained the entire game. The game was played on Sunday at two o'clock. It rained the entire time. Well, that I sounds like it falls into uh, good counsel's favor in, in a situation like that, given the you know the, the guys up front and the ability to run. It absolutely did, but I can tell you right now, see, if they played on a dry field, it would have been the same. Yeah. Mount St. Joe's was 100% outmatched by good counsel. They really had nothing, nothing for them. The uh, the 150 yards that they had on offense came late in the fourth quarter when good counsel had put their bench out there. Um, so the really the, the game, actual bench, not a game. like the, the metal bench, bench. bench? you got to do what you got to do <laughs> when you're down by 50. It seems unfair. <laughs> it seems unfair. <laughs> All right, hey Tim, listen, we got. One more week under our belt between uh, the beginning of the season and WCAC play. Good Counsel is making a case uh, to absolutely be someone that everybody should give a crap about heading into WCAC play um, as a team to watch. Uh, clearly, they are. They have been already, and they will be. And, and uh, I hope every uh, program that has to play them in the last five weeks of the season um, is, is taking notice. Congratulations to to you, sir, uh, and, and and the Good Council program. Great start to the season, um, and we're gonna have you back, uh, hopefully on, on the regular, and we'll get your Good Council uh, updates. Hey, I appreciate that, guys. Good Council football coming on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's the way to come in and go out in style. Oh, that was awesome. All right, all right. So that's exciting. I mean, that's the most exciting I've ever been about good council football in my entire life. <laughs> let's try to let's, let me see if I can. Although the that. old the old the old Friday night games, they were pretty exciting. They were pretty exciting. Playing in it, or yeah. you weren't. They it's were true. They, I loved seeing them on my schedule for a long time. In Tennessee, that's where my soccer. mom and my dad met. How about that? At a good council game. At a good council game on a Friday. There you go. You, that's uh, magical. Shout out Richard Mary. Well, how much this shout league, out hey, That's Richard how Mary. much this league means to me. All right, well, let me just double down on it. Uh, that St. Tim, John's. That Tim Reddy right there, that Tim Reddy guy happens to be my brother-in-law. I met my sister while coaching on the staff with myself and my father at St. John's College High <laughs> School. Yes, so sir. that is a WCAC. That was awkward the first time that's he told you that's that. That's a huh? WCAC <laughs> marriage made in heaven. Nah, she can handle herself. Like I, I was I was done. I was done taking, I was done taking the, the beat down. It was time for someone to step up for me. Uh, all right, so St. John's is uh, uh, all of a sudden one of the greatest teams in the country. Uh, certainly one of the more entertaining squads, but deep uh, from top to bottom. Um, they have a national profile. They are um, at the moment the class of the WCAC, and, and again we say that that means that, that that's saying a lot. We think that means a lot. That's not always a comfortable spot to be in. No, not at all. no, no that just that. means you have the trophy that everyone wants. You got the and, target. Uh, target. Yeah. yeah. All right, so they go into uh, this week. Just to take you back prior to the game, um, they're still got uh, they, they still have IMG scheduled uh, ahead of Miami Central. They're still you know the number one team in the country is coming um, at the as everyone knows that game has been um, you know postponed, uh, put off. It's not happening on Saturday. IMG's not coming, uh, but but St. John's was was staring down the barrel of Miami Central and IMG, and the manner in which they handled the the uh, Miami Central game to me was going to be a big deal because. It, there's a lot going on with the number one team coming to your house. Hey, man, fr- first and foremost, everyone stay safe in the hurricane. And Please. It makes sense. 
when the state of Florida and the state of Maryland are in a state of emergency, uh, it didn't make any sense. Time, it, yeah. it didn't make any sense, and uh, I understand that. I love that smarter heads prevailed in Absolutely. this. And, and unfortunately, back-to-back back years, the St. John's IMG game has been canceled by a hurricane. I guess it wasn't meant to be. Are there forces at, at, at work here? Maybe. May I don't know. Maybe. But, uh, but I know this. Uh, head coach Joe Casamento took the St. John's Cadets up against Miami Central in one of the greatest high school football games they're calling it. In history. In, 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 in history, and a lot of people older than us probably are, are scoffing, but I'm telling you, I've never witnessed anything like it. It was, uh, it was just outrageous how the game unfolded. Uh, St. John's was in control. St. John's was up, I believe, 24 to 13, uh, late in the third, early in the fourth. And uh, I know you were down there getting soaked. Uh, soaked through, but it was worth every second of it, I'll tell you that much. And, uh, man... Uh, I watched. I watched. I streamed it. I was a little. Uh, I was a little lazy. No one in the house. No one wanted to come with me to the game. But uh, but we need. We need to talk about something crazy, right? I mean, me. what in the world happened at the end of the fourth quarter, going into overtime? On the, on the shot. Yeah. Yeah, the stream went off. Two to five contract, and we didn't yeah. get to watch any of that uh, overtime. And uh, yeah, th- that's crazy. Ouch! Oh, yes. ouch! It's like My, the, it's like Heidi, the Heidi, the NFL Heidi game. Yeah. in high school football, it was you tough. Lose it was, it the was tough. game of the century. It was tough. At the end of the fourth quarter, that's unbelievable. I was a me. bit burgundy faced. If you guys have, yeah. oh, I can imagine oh, before sure. uh, MVP of the day, my little brother Keith Ricca, uh, mm. live on the spot, Keith. cell phone in hand, quickest. Quickest text fingers. He may I'll have put, a business. I'll put up against anybody. The way he was the AP wire unfolding play by play and what He's was the going millennial on. Among it, us. It, it, he really was. Those thumbs just work without even acting on it. But uh, thank God I had that. And uh, since then, I've had the opportunity to watch the game in full. And uh, hey, listen, it all starts like we all know with the with the quarterback, the engine of the offense. And uh, Sol J Maeva was an absolute stud out there, playing in the rain, throwing the ball, running the ball. I think he was 19 for 30 for 247 and four touchdowns. Uh, he's a bit of a riverboat gambler, T. He's not a little, bad. He's, in a little, rain. he's a little bit more on my side of the spectrum of what I enjoy out of yeah. a quarterback than uh, than the cl- the classic dropback. But I'm talking about underhand behind pitches. I'm talking about Very te- seal ten yards downfield, mm-hmm. pitching it back, Tony Rice style from back in the day. Lord, I man. mean, he oh he's he's making plays. He's avoiding rushers and throwing it out. And look, it's high risk, high reward, and uh, it looks awesome. But you know, I think I was a bit more like that back in the day. Can't say I was as fast or athletic yeah. as this young yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I love about him is his toughness, man. He took a million hits. He gave a handful of hits. But you he wore a half shirt anyway. And he did not wear a half shirt I did. Same. That's a fact. But uh, I think that the, the story of the day, especially on ESPN. I mean, come five. on. Number my, five. My boy. Number five on your jerseys. Rocky. In your program. My non Number one in your favorite yes. player. I mean, six come receptions. On. One hundred thirty-three yards so fun. and fun. three touchdowns. Uh, versus two top ten national teams in the last two weeks, he's averaging twenty-three yards a catch, two touchdowns a game, and one ESPN Sports Center top play of the day. That, that was what was so cool. I it was, was say, so I mean, cool. That, but the thing that popped out me because I haven't seen him play. I've heard his name. I've you know you guys talk about him a lot. Uh, I've heard college coaches talk about him. You know, I saw that play, and the first thing that popped out to me was not only a great play. The sheer just I've seen a lot of the. Division one football players over the last 22 mm-hmm. years covering college football, he looked every bit of it as a sophomore. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my god! I mean, uh, he's a physical specimen. As at a young age, impressive as he is, pretty is, impressive. Is, it's pretty impressive. Is how humble, respectful, and yeah. friendly That's is great. how he is. It, uh, he, he's got the yeah. package. He's got 
hey, look, I don't want to put a ton of pressure on this kid, but he's got greatness it's in his future. It's not pressure. It's just, uh, you I know, think no, he no, understands it's, it. It's, I think he embraces yeah, it. Too, it's, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's enjoying uh, something that we're seeing that's, that's, that's fun and it's always great to know that they're good kids and, 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 and that they're humble like that. Uh, I mean, that's he's that's special, why we do this. He's a that's special why, kid. Know, that's why shout, it's special to us. Shout out to his parents. He represents uh, St. John's. That, he represents this league. No Absolutely. doubt about it, T. No doubt about it. Uh, those aren't the only two guys that played on Saturday. I'm not going to get into the whole time. But I want to say that when that overtime started and you're playing against a top 10 team, uh, we all know this. You look towards your senior leadership and your playmakers. And both of those two young men in that combination, they happen to be juniors, but that's the checkbox on the playmaker situation. Tremont Morris Brash, a senior defensive end, after MJ Sherman. Hey, give a uh, shout out to uh, MJ Sherman. We're all, we're all praying right. for right, good news man. and a speedy recovery, no matter how bad or good this injury turns out to be. But, uh, you know, we haven't heard anything just yet. But, you know, when a, a five-star top five player in the nation goes down, uh, a defensive end, senior, the boys call him drop, and this guy dropped everyone near him. In overtime, uh, I don't know if you guys understood the first mm -hmm. overtime. Both teams scored seven points. Yeah, Miami goes that, down and scores. St. John's goes ask you. and follows up. Miami scores. St. John's goes down in a couple passes, and uh, Cam Ross catches two passes quickly and scores right away. It's now 31-31. Overtime two, three, and four totaled zero points. Wow, Nothing. that's right. Zero points in the rain. There was crazy wow. things happening Sorry. left and right. Four if we went through this, we'd be here for another 15 minutes. But I'm just telling you, hard hitting. Fumbles, rain balls, dropped interceptions, you name it, you have it. Block field goals. It was, the, the, you could cut the, tense, the, the, the density of the tenseness with a knife. The whole, and my poor brother is listening to me. I know, just cut it. Just all you got to do He's is. He's on go, a roll, just go, let him go. Just density and tensity and all of it sounded good. And the Germans bomb board? Hey, look, man. German? I was saying a lot of different words. I was saying a lot of different <laughs> words while I was pacing through my house on the phone He's with my brother. He's getting burgundy face, too. I great. got burgundy He's face. fired up. Uh, you know what? On this podcast, we like to call it scarlet face. Yeah, well, scarlet yeah, face for you. I'm going to get more maroon face personally. That's good. Or gold for that but listen, matter. when 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 Demond Arter and the boys are playing O line and those and those conditions and uh, you know you're you're just fighting for your life there. Shout and, out to Pat. And there was yeah, there you go, Pat. And I'm telling you, I, I counted six plays. The St. John's back was against the wall. That if Miami scored, the game was over. I mean, they were they were up against it. That this is the type of game that teaches you, that gives you. This, these these abilities to look towards people and understand what type of team you are moving on for the rest of the season it goes but a long way. And that yeah. overtime, Traymond Morris, Morris Brash, also Trey Williams, had a great overtime, five overtimes. But Traymond decided the team was not going to lose that day, and I got to see him do that, and it was impressive. We're all big fans of his. But uh, heading into the fifth overtime, Miami Central goes down and gets down to the one inch line, snaps the ball over the quarterback's head on oh. third down. Over the head on third down, recovers it around the 11 and makes the field goal. So now it's 34-31, Miami Central. St. John's is heading out there. It's their ball. Coach oh, Kaz. It's a wet, Yes, it's a, it's a wet, ball. sloppy. Yeah. Yep. And this ball was well over. And this quarterback's going to Marshall. Long, skinny, great arm. Uh, made a million plays. But went over his head. And he's a big guy. This ball yeah, was up there. Yeah, he was a big guy. Yeah. That's what you notice on the, on the video yes. is that the corner was not. It he's wasn't a tall it, guy. Yeah. It wasn't a like, mismatch arm. of size. Yes, he looked like a power forward. And the ball went over his head. Yep. He recovered. They make the field goal. This freshman field goal kicker for, for Miami Central was, Central. was, was ridiculous. He earned his helmet that day. He did. He, he, he was the MVP of the day for them, I think. But uh, as you look at it, now it's St. John's ball from the 25 in. In high school football, on the second overtime, you got to go for two. They never got to that point. Coach Kaz is sitting there thinking of a master plan. And I'm, I'm sitting there in my kitchen on the phone with my brother thinking, I, I, know, I, know, you, I know you got soul. I know you got soul because uh, Soul J is playing quarterback for the cadets. Okay. And, okay. you know, as you look out, Miami Central comes in with the press coverage. 
Rakim did not sweat the technique, beating his man on the inside, beat him like a drum, but maintained his width. Soljay put the ball in the proper place where no one else could catch it. Rakim puts an arm up, tips it to himself, tips it again, snags it with two hands and runs out of the end zone for a St. John's walk-off. I mean, the cadets were paid in full at that point as he ran across the stadium, in in front of the stadium, with all of his teammates and fans following him all the way home to the ESPN Top Ten. Sports Center yep. play of the day. It's uh, as exciting as it's been. It that's really great. was, and that's I felt awesome. it for him, and he deserved all of it. Yep. What a hell of a football game. What a hell of a game. Even, awesome. even Andrew Deeran, uh, friend of the show even. and pride of Gonzaga, would have to say that was a hell of a win by St. John's. When you see uh, your fellow uh, WCACers on Twitter and on, uh, on ESPN, and they're getting all kinds of crazy love, I think that's, uh, that's cool. I mean, and you know what? I mean, it's like, hey, we play against those guys. Yeah, that this conference is well, awesome. I, I was going to ask you guys um, if you think the national rankings, how how hard are you going to dock some programs uh, in WCAC play nationally? You know, that the, to you me, got that's to. The I mean, what, a loss is a loss, and it, it's, it's going to hurt, hurt us historically, you know, hasn't it? That that it that, has. That, in our opinion, has always been the reason why we think it's the best league in the conference. Because even though there may be better teams out there, a St. Thomas Aquinas, a, a modern day or something like that, that could probably beat anybody who's over here. Oh, whoa, 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 no, no. whoa. I'm just saying, could so beat, could beat anybody who's over probably. here. probably. We, we, want the, we want the game. I'm just well, saying. I mean, we were going to find yeah, out this Saturday, I'm not, and I no, could not, not wait. We My point being is, those teams are not in a league where they're playing against other teams that you have to go up against yeah. every single year, sometimes twice a year, in the regular season in the playoffs. I mean, the national rankings is probably not the greatest thing for no. the WCAC because they beat up on each other. And these other teams don't have that kind of a thing. They, yes, they play a national schedule. Yes, they play tough teams. Well, Modern Dame Bosco are going to play your, a couple it's times. It's not in your league. You they know they usually saying? play a couple times, yeah. one regular season, one postseason. That's, that, that's two tough games for both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yes, top to bottom. Top four? Top four? Our four versus your four? Oh, yeah, Come that's on, my man. point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, any, conference, no, no. any conference in the country um, – Let's get out on uh, a quick hitter, quick hitter run here, Matt Seal. First of all, what game are you going to this weekend? Well, I was supposed to be out of town at a weather. Obviously, his yep. postponed travel plans. Uh, St. John's game not happening. Yep. Uh, that's a good question. There's actually a triple header down at RFK. Uh, oh, the yeah. D.C. City Council is running it. Carroll will represent the WCAC there against okay. Wilson. Uh, maybe I'll get down Go there. Carol. If not, possibly uh, Gonzaga prep for the Jesuit gridiron. Yeah, that's right, right we'll up see. the street. It's also right Jack here in our prep, backyard. Right? So, yep. 2 p.m. Saturday. I don't mind rooting for Gonzaga in that game at all. Tim Strachan? You know, I just, on a, on a last note, for me, uh, there's been so much negativity coming out of College Park. I do want to say that I'm so happy for the kids. I'm so happy for the kids that are playing. And, and just want to, because this is WCAC and talking about, you know, talk about those guys I played with or against back in the day, just want to run down real quick. WCAC guys, throw a little shout-out to them. DJ Turner from DeMatha. Uh, Mark, uh, Marcus Miner from Carroll, friend Dink's, Dink's son. Yep. Um, we got Johnny Jordan, Johnny Jordan from Gonzaga, uh, Terrence Davis from DeMatha, Damian Prince from McNamara. Also in the backfield, Lorenzo Harrison and Anthony McFarland, both from, from DeMatha, keeping it there. Tino Ellis on the defensive side from DeMatha, as well as Jesse Annabonum from Good Counsel. It is represented everywhere, but I just want to say to those guys, keep up what you guys are doing. Everybody's behind you guys. Because, uh, you know, you're, you're innocent in this whole thing. I don't want anything to happen to you guys. It's been great to see how you guys are sticking together. Um, I love it, As man. fans of the league and of all those guys that are there together, 
Um, just love seeing it. Keep it up. Hey, and I've told you, and you've heard me brag about being around Kasim Hill as a person. And, I'm sorry, Kasim. I left father. out Kasim. I can't believe. No, no, you're, you're, you're waiting for. You're waiting. Uh, yeah, hey, that was obvious. That's the quarterback you want when uh, when you're backs against the wall. Absolutely. That's the leader you want Kasim, off the, the leader field on the field and on the, the field. Yes, absolutely. And uh, my father uh, has such incredible things to say about him as a person. And uh, yes. Uh, uh, these band of brothers are coming together in the face of tragedy that they never asked for any of this. It's been awesome to watch. I'm with yep, you, man. Yep. IMG St. John's gets canceled, so you have to go to a... A wedding. Uh, Deep Creek Lake. Danielle Ricca, I'm coming, sweetie. Hey, uh, on behalf of First Amendment Sports, he is Slick Rick. And I am Ken Marangolo, and this was the WCAC Spectacular. Thank you, Brian Stabby. Can you grab me that phone?